Meet Dr. Frank King, the founder of King Bio, a local manufacturer of natural products since 1989 here in Asheville. For over 40 years, Dr. King has been helping people and pets overcome chronic, recurring, and so-called incurable ailments by following simple, natural, and safe remedies and principles. Dr. King's full range of natural products can be found online at kingbio.com or find select products in your local health food, Ingalls, CVS, and Walgreens stores. His book, The Healing Revolution, is available at kingbio.com. Or Amazon.com. Welcome to the Healing Revolution on 880 The Revolution. The Healing Revolution with Dr. Frank King. Always a pleasure to gather Mike's side with Dr. King each week and learn more about optimum health. And Dr. King, Happy New Year. We're still celebrating, aren't we? Oh, I celebrate the whole year. <laughs> Every do. day is you worth do. celebrating if you, you know, because uh, you can't ever get it back. So we want to make every day count. It's, it's like time to, sometimes we end up kind of moping through life like zombies. And we're going to talk about this today and about what I'm going to say is we're in our fourth in our series here mm-hmm. on resolutions that stick, and we're going to talk about you know resolutions uh, for your personal healing revolution would be this one is awakening fit the fitness uh, your awakening if you would your fitness resolution to work for you and not against you. You know, because fitness is something, it's an essential, it's why it's one of the eight essentials of life in the book, The Healing Revolution. And it is something, we can ignore it, and it can work against you. It will cause you to slow down and die. You know, it'll cause you to live sicker and die sooner. Okay, and if you don't, if you ignore it, we're meant to move. And we want to learn how we're going to talk about how to get fitness to work for you. And everyone has the tools within them to get fitness to work for them. And we're going to share with you about those tools, give you some practical, logical, statistical reasons why you should do fitness and why it is something that you want to make it a part of you. We're going to make it a part of who you are. And you're going to learn how to discover that. It's as simple as that. this. And we're going to talk about the five creative forces and how the will, if you will. That little the finger. little finger. Why it's the <laughs> smallest one. Okay. Because when you get all five creative forces working for you, you don't have to put all your marbles on your will. Okay. All, you don't have to lay all your cards down on your will alone. You know, it's the smallest. It's your, if you take the five fingers and apply the five creative forces, the will would be your little finger. And, you know, and we're going to show you. That you know, will is not strong enough to work by itself. It's trying. It's you can only do things what you can do. Lift with your little finger. Okay, that is the power of the will. And we're going to show you how these other creative forces will work for you rather than against you. So most people are putting all their weight on their will and on their little finger, and it's not strong enough to bear. To do this with will alone will lead to most people to failure in their fitness. And now we have, we're going to talk about the real solutions and how to get to them. Uh, One truth about the eight essentials of life is If it's not working for you, it's going to be working against you, like we talked about. Fitness is one of the greatest failures in people's New Year's resolutions. And there's reasons, logical reasons why. So we're going to talk about how the healing revolution in our book is really designed to help you see the whole picture, to get to the underlining causes of why we would fail, so that when we understand those and give you the tools that we're talking about, you can't fail. It's impossible. If you follow the tools that we're talking about, it's impossible to fail. And that's the beauty, if I would, of the healing revolution. You know, we all really need fitness. You know, We need fitness and we need to become an understanding of what fitness really is and how we can integrate fitness into the uniqueness of who we are. 
You know, we're not all designed to go to the gym and, you know, and, and, and you know, and work out uh, every day. You know, to me, I, matter of fact, that doesn't even work for me. Sorry, gym people. Uh, <laughs> but you've got to find what works for you. Right. And for me, it's not that. Some people can do it alone. Other people need, you know, a social network to support and be able to maintain their fitness. When you get all five creative forces working for you, then it makes it so much easier to find that. I like the majority of my fitness is something I do alone. But there are some things that I like to be social with. I can't play frisbee by myself very well. Right. You know, it's not as much fun. <laughs> okay, <laughs> can't play tennis so much by myself. Well, my daughter's out there in our driveway and hitting a tennis ball against the house. You know, I can tell when she's playing tennis, and uh, you know. So, but there's you know there's things that you want to integrate this and find this. It's going to be your fitness program should be just as unique as you are. And you find that niche. You find, and we're going to give you more ideas. So you, can, the more you seek, you will find and you will refine your fitness program. And you can adjust that fitness program to go into any stage of your life. You know, it's in my mid-60s, I still like to sprint. I still like to run, but I don't beat the pavement anymore. You know, I like to run in the woods. I like to run, you know, in paths, nature paths, on the earth that's softer. You know, I like the cross-country type of run. You know, I like to do little sprints. You know, that's really, that's we're going to talk about that later, about how important these quick bursts of energy really are for everybody and how you can do it. Even if you're, you have bad knees or a bad back, you can get on a recombinant bicycle uh, that you sit back in with a backrest and you can pedal. Just about everyone can do that. And you can do these bursts of energy that way. So no matter, there's, we're, all, we're going to talk here and I'm going to talk about excuses, if I could for a minute, let's get those all out of the way, you know, because we can always find excuses. But the issue is, look at what you're write down, what your excuses have been in the past. Write those down. And when you write those down, you know, I want you to think as we're talking, you'll be able to answer all those excuses. Write the answers that you see for each one of those excuses out so that they won't excuses won't sneak up and and sabotage you. You will have those answers when the excuses rise up. I had a friend of mine. Uh, his name was Perry. And Perry bought a Ferrari. Now, when he told me on the phone that he bought a Ferrari, I said, what are you doing? Because Perry was quite a bit older than me. You know, He was in his 70s and when he bought his Ferrari. But he says, yeah, my Ferrari only has two wheels. I said, what are you talking about? He says, it's a, it's a bicycle. It's called a Ferrari. It's, it's the brand on the bicycle. <laughs> I said, you're crazy, man. And so he started riding that bicycle and that thing, and he's just sort of ta- telling me about how much fun he's having on his Ferrari, you know, riding his, <laughs> driving his Ferrari. And, uh, and he was, this lasted a little over two weeks. And all of a sudden, I said, how come you're not riding your Ferrari today? And he says, uh, it's too hot. And later on, I talked to him a month later. I said, hey, how's that Ferrari working? Ah, it's too wet. <laughs> and I said, and so he says, you know, I said, you haven't been riding your Ferrari at all lately, have you? And he says, no, no. Actually, every time I look out there, it's either too hot or too wet or too windy or too, or, or, or too cold. And, uh, you know, so I said, Perry, I think you found every excuse. And so I said, uh, a week later, I was talking to him. He says, so why aren't you riding your Ferrari now? He says, I ran out of peanut butter. Uh He says, what? He says, well, that's as good an excuse as any. (laughs) (laughs) I get it. I get it. (laughs) So uh, that's Perry for you. And uh, and so... um, 
So you went and bought him some peanut butter. <laughs> yeah, there you go. You know, he got a lot of peanut butter from all his friends. Uh, that excuse only lasted so long that he had a cupboard full of peanut butter. <laughs> so, you know, we can always come up with excuses, but let's write down the answers of those excuses when they come. So, uh, you know, when I moved up uh, back from, I went to school in Atlanta and I moved up to the Great Lakes area on our family farm where I grew up to start my practice. And I hated snow. I learned to hate snow. I, I learned to, I liked Atlanta. It was fun. Hardly had any snow at all. When you did, it was just enough to have fun and it was over. But here we were snowing all the time, you know, in the winter. So I was like, so finally I said, I went out and bought a pair of cross-country skis. And when I did, I had so much fun. We had I even created an obstacle course at my house where we had a waterfall, big waterfall at the house. And had these ravines and these paths, beautiful. We had a cross country race course. If my friends would come over and we get on cross country skis and and we'd you know challenge each other and and race and you know for a few miles and uh, on cross country skis, I had a blast. And uh, and so you know it changed my whole attitude towards snow, towards the cold. Now I went from dreading the cold and the snow to loving the cold and the snow. I can't wait for it to snow some more. Hey, it just snowed. Call my buddies. We come on over. And we all went cross-country skiing. We had a blast. We made or we adapted ourselves to our environment. We made it fun. There's a creative way to make everything work. And that's the exciting thing in developing your personalized fitness programs so they work for you rather than against you. That's the fun of fitness. And fitness should be fun. And so that's one of the five essentials we'll talk about. And so, you know, let's let's just go over some of these essentials, these five creative forces, if you would. And when you can implement all five of your creative forces, just like all five digits on your hand, you will be empowered where every all everything will work for you and nothing can work against you if you have all five creative forces operating for you. You exercise all five creative forces. And the first one we'll talk about is that little finger. What was that little finger? That, which, which one of the creative forces was that? That's the one that we pile on the most, the will. The will. And that poor little finger just can't handle it all by itself. But if we still want our little finger, don't we? Absolutely. It, it, you know, it makes for a great grip. It makes to get a grip on something. We need that little finger. And we need our will. That's our desire. That's our, you know, that's our push. If, we don't, if there's no will, then if you don't have a will, you don't have a way. And so we we need that will. And so we'll show and talk about how to create, you know, a powerful will for you, how to how to create that will to work for you. The uh, the the second of the five creative forces. So we remember is our ring finger. Gee, what would that associate with? Hmm, let me think for a minute. How about our emotions? I say E dash motions. That's, you know, where we put it in motion, okay? No, it's the temptations. I second that emotion. There you go, you <laughs> Motown guy from way back, just like me. I second I grew, that emotion. I grew up with Motown, love Motown. Yes. Yeah, temptations. Uh, runaway child, running wild. Oh, yeah. Uh, and so, in uh, with our emotions being our ring, that's our love. That's our. That's really where we find our peace. That's where we find our joy. That's where we can also get social, integrate some social into your fitness program. You, we need that. You know, if it's a team of people you like and work to, and, and you know you walk together. You know, do your walking program. Do your running program bicycling, whatever it might be, you know, tennis, find the things that you like to do. Have more than enough. Uh, then there's never an excuse. Oh, there's nothing to do. That's a, well, that's a, well, that's a strange excuse, isn't it? Yeah. And so one of the things that in the book, The Healing Revolution, and you go to the fitness chapter, that's essential number four. Okay, is fitness. And so that's one of the chapters. And what you do is go to the end of that chapter first, and you will see at the end of the chapter, and I want you to know this, that there is 
a section after each of those essentials. This is a fitness essential that's for self-evaluation where you can put your life-destroying choices. And you want to list them. What are, what are the things that you have been doing that has been stealing away part of your life? What is it that you have been doing that is destroying uh, your value, your quality of life in relation to fitness? And you put those down. You write those down. And then there's one through seven here, for example. And then you can put in there what it would be. What would be the solution to that problem? You know, I put excuses for not, you know, doing fitness. And and then I put down across from it is your life-affirming choices. What is some choices I can change that and make those choices Something that is life affirming that it, you know, that I can find like oh the winter time it's too cold, uh, you know to do fitness I can't walk, you know well what can you do? Well the mall opens at ten o'clock and there's lots of walkers in there. You betcha, you know I gotta get rashes when I go to the mall. You know I just don't like the mall. I don't like shopping much really. Uh, Uh, I'll go at ten o'clock on a on a six degree morning, I'll go. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. And you might meet some interesting people there, Very don't true. you? Very true. Yeah. They they might walk faster than you, but you can catch them. <laughs> exactly. Can't keep up. But you you might find somebody you like speaking to and want to make you walk a little faster to keep up. There you keep go. Keep the conversation alive. There you go. And uh, it so, works. Yeah. That's the thing we have to find. What works? It does nothing can really stop me from doing a series of squats and calf raises on the stair step holding the banister right nothing can stop me from uh doing some uh just skipping around the house you know i was at the work uh earlier this week and and i was skipping down the the hallway and people said boy you're sure looking what's go-? you know and skipping is by the way i have to tell you is one of the most amazing things you can do and i'm going to talk i'm going to hold that to remember okay. you might look a little weird okay <laughs> but they might look pretty happy they why are you so happy that's what everyone kept coming to me well you're looking pretty happy what's going on I, they everybody when i was skipping everybody wanted to know what was going on with me wow how about that Talk That's about amazing. getting some positive attention yeah. that can help other people, inspire other people. And how what this does neurologically deep inside of us is something amazing that I'm going to hold for, the, for after the break. Okay, let's do. We're talking about fitness and how it can be working for you and not against you on today's Healing Revolution with Dr. Frank King. Don't forget Dr. King's website, drkings.com, D-R-K-I-N-G-S.com, for more information on these topics. We'll be right back on The Healing Revolution. Dr. King's Natural Medicine features over 150 products specially formulated for everything that ails you, from allergies, memory loss, and fatigue, to sports performance and sexual health. Dr. King's Natural Medicine has been providing safe, natural medicines for the entire family for more than 25 years. Dr. King's products have no known harmful side effects, no known negative drug interactions, and no known contraindications. Dr. King's natural medicine products include oral sprays, topical oils, and topical creams. Visit kingbio.com for Dr. King's full line of healing products. This is The Healing Revolution on 880 The Revolution, Asheville's progressive talk. Welcome back to The Healing Revolution with Dr. Frank King as we continue the uh, resolution part of the show. Dr. King, we're talking about fitness today. You left us uh, kind of dangling there. What did you? What were you talking about? I was talking about skipping. Okay. Not skipping school. Not skipping work or Not nothing Not skipping like. work. <laughs> uh, although I think we did here this last week, didn't we? Yeah, we uh, did. Skipped a little work. Uh, but no, uh, skipping, you know... Think of uh, a child that is happy. The, a natural instinct for a child to do is to skip. 
Uh, you remember skipping as a child, or skip it? What's this? A nursery rhyme? Round and skipping around the mulberry bush or something? I, yeah. I, yeah, skipping. Yeah, oh yeah, we did it all the time. Yeah, we skipped. Yeah. You know, uh, even us guys skipped. Oh until, yeah. Until you know, all of a sudden it become oh, excuse me, you're you're a guy, you don't skip. <laughs> uh, and you know, we get that socially put on us. But skipping does something, and I call there's a thing called neurological disorganization that happens within us, and it's happening much more today than it ever has. And it creates what we call uh, neurological, with the neurological disorganization, we call it cross-crawling. We are designed, when we walk, for instance, a a person that is well-coordinated, well, when they walk, their opposite arm and opposite leg come forward. And that's how they walk. When you, how you run, opposite leg and, uh, and arm. All right, uh, moves forward, and this is uh, the way we are neurologically designed to move, and we need that because uh, the message in general, the messages on the left side of our brain control the right side of our body, and the messages uh, on our right side of our brain control control the left side of our body. So, what is happening? is we are, that's from the cross-crawling. It, it, it's called decussation when the nerves cross from the right side to the left side. And that's the way we are designed to, the way we're neurologically organized. And this neurological organization is vital because when we start to you know, not exercise that, we start to have problems where we see things the opposite or do things the opposite or, you know, get words confused or, and, and it creates a disorganization where even let's say the liver is on that's primarily on the right side of our body is saying, hey, I need some help with this from the head that controls the nervous system that controls and that message doesn't cross over. And goes over to somewhere in the spleen. It doesn't do the liver any good. So it all you know. This organization keeps us physiologically in homeostasis, in balance. It keeps us. Uh, let's also it keeps us very well organized. So it's not for our internal functions to be able to fully function. This is essential. It is also essential for us to. Uh, as you know, to be much more physically organized, and you know, you will see, uh, oh, top end athletes, you know, a receiver going and catching, making a catch in the end zone, and they're skipping outside that end zone with the ball, you know, kind of like because they're happy, you know, they're 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 elated, you know, for making the touchdown, and you know, it's not it's cool when they do it. Sure, <laughs> okay? sure. You know, and and so we want to bring back skipping again. Skipping is, you know, and that's, you know, a great uh, kind of an exaggeration of cross crawl exercises. And why do, why am I harping on this thing? Why is it so important? Uh, more reasons. What's going on? You know, when we when a baby begins to crawl. OK, how about that? What's it? You got the opposite motions, don't you? Yeah. Opposite Arm and knee come forward, okay, and that's where the you know why is it the baby crawls before they walk? Because it's developing their neurological system, you know, to work properly, to communicate, and we all need this vital communication from the head to the body, and then the body is sending messages back to the head to tell it what's going on, you know, so that the head can respond with the right solutions. You know the right, right neurological uh, responses, and so this is very important. Like I said, from the physiology of our body to the physical uh, function of our our muscles, and so we need this. But now, you know, and so instead of the baby crawling, we we created something uh, called walkers, didn't we? Yeah. And what's the walkers do? It's not allowing them to do, develop this special neurological organization within us. It creates uh, uncoordination, 
number one. You know, on the outside, that's what we see. But what's going on in the inside is also some disorganization, as I mentioned, with our physiological functions, where our vital organs and glands, not just our muscles getting the right messages but, and keep us coordinated, but our organs and glands getting those right messages to keep us coordinated physiologically, okay, and, and keeping us chemically in balance. So people hear about, oh, we've got a chemical imbalance. Well, you know, cross-crawl can help our whole being mentally, emotionally, and physically to, you know, function better. And so this is something very important because from walkers now as a baby, then you get to the next level, and now we're walking around, and uh, we used to be carrying lots of books so our arms aren't moving, okay? Or we're driving in cars, and our and our eyes are perceiving movement, but we're not moving. You ever notice after driving for a long time in a car, you get out, you feel kind of off, you know, and and that's what you're you're, you're seeing, you're, you're experiencing this, uh, so. We see this happening. Now, you you start walk, going for a nice long walk and swinging your arms and exaggerating. You remember speed walkers? You ever see speed walkers? Yes. They walk a little funny, but it's what it is. They're really moving and getting that swinging going. I find the fa- when I sprint, the faster I try to move my arms, the faster my legs will move, and I can actually learn to sprint faster. I'm... It's in my mid sixties. I'm not too far off when I was sprinting when I was a young buck. That's good. Okay. Yeah. You know, for a short, not as long, maybe, but I can still right. sprint pretty fast. I my nineteen uh, year old challenged me the other day, and uh, <laughs> I, I think I, I surprised him. Did you? Yes. Yeah, so, you know, now it was more like a fifty yard dash, but you know, yeah. still, I, I, he would probably take me in a hundred. Okay, but it was, you know, it, it, you know. So that's what we did. And my dad Fun. surprised me when I was a young kid. You know, here I am, and he was in his sixties. And he actually uh, beat me, caught me. I was saying, you can't catch me. You can't catch me. I kept getting up closer to him, jotting away. And, man, he took after me, and he got me so quick. uh, I was shocked. So... Those are things we need to be doing. As it's good to do. It's and so it's. I want to encourage the skipping, the running, the swinging in the arms. We need to walk. It's more than just cardiovascular that we're getting when we walk. We are getting neurologically reorganized because as you're not just driving and we're body sensing movement, but we're not doing the movement. Disorganizes us. Watching TV, watching the news, watching movement, watching movies. We see, you know, the things going on, but we're not moving. You know, we might be moving in the movie with them in a sense, but we're not moving physically. And this also short circuits our neurological organization. One of the big things I see today is most everybody, you notice how when people are walking in the streets, we used to walk, we swing in our arms and, you know, and walking and, and, you know, today people are walking down sidewalks and they're not swinging their arms, but what do they have in their hand? Head down, looking at a phone. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And what's happening when they're doing that? They're not swinging their arms, are they? No. They're not creating this neurological organization that we need to keep us f- communicating, our bodies communicating properly. You know our ability to perceive properly. You know, so we are we're we're being the 21st century is creating a lot of disorganization of you know way we are naturally designed to function. So we want to take we can counter that very nicely by getting out and doing multiple walks through the day, and doing you know people say oh you should walk 30 minutes a day. And that's good, very good. But you, you know what? Walking ten minutes a day, you know, three times a day, is just as good, just to help you out a little bit here. So even a, taking a break at work and going on a ten-minute walk, and walking and swinging your arms, you, we got to be conscious of it because we've lost that. And you'll see so many people walking and not really swinging their arms. And I'm talking about, let's start exaggerating it a bit to counteract from all these things that's working against us and get our system back, our nervous system back organized again. That is so vital 
for today's world. It is so vital for your well-being. And I want to encourage it. And then get it. One of those exaggerated swings is you can swing and walk with an attitude. You know, you can walk, and you can, but also skipping is another realm of exaggerating this to really help organize us back again. So, you know, find all these ways to get this cross-crawl patterning working for you. Uh, so that is one of the secrets. It's, again, more than just physical fitness. It's helping organize us mentally and emotionally and physiologically in our bodies, which we need today more than ever. Because what all the inventions of the 21st century is working against this natural organization that our body's designed to have. Dr. King, I always enjoy stories that you have about uh, your practice. Mm-hmm. Over 40 years in practice and saw all kinds of uh, cases and, 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 and worked out some problems for some people. Do you have another example for us today? I will. I, yeah. I'm going to go with uh, Wanda. Oh, yeah? And Wanda is in the book, The Healing Revolution. Uh, and she was a, one of the, she was a nutritional genius. Wanda was one of those people that probably read every nutritional book written at the time. And and she was just super involved. If I needed an answer about nutrition, I would ask Wanda. Oh, yeah. However, Wanda eventually became a patient of mine. She She did nutritional counseling, and she sat most all the time. And, but she was really good about drinking her water and eating perfect diet, you know, a balance of diet, uh, taking supplements. And, but she was oh, probably about 40 pounds overweight. And she finally came to me and she confessed. And, you know, she'd come to my lectures and do all these things. She referred a lot of patients to us. She finally came in herself and said, Dr. King, I'm... I just need to confess with you, I, I, I'm, I'm so exhausted, and I just have no energy. I, you know, it's just got to drag myself out of bed in the morning. Uh, I'm taking over $200 a month in my vitamin bill. Wow. She was taking fistfuls of nutrients multiple times through the day, and, and she knew all oh, so much, but, but when, this is an example of somebody that is not, that you can live strongly a few of the eight essentials of life, but if you're not living all of them, there's an open door for a problem. And here's Wanda's open door, was she despised, she just would try to exercise, she just couldn't seem to get it to work. She would, uh, she'd prefer to, I, I need to go study about this. You know, I need to learn about this. I need, and, and so, and, and so both all of her compulsive study, if you would, on this one subject, but one essential cannot make up for the other ones. Okay, or even living four or five, six of the eight essentials of life, there's still an open door in there for some for problems to occur if you're not dealing with all eight essentials. It's like the eight legged spider. You know, if you all that spider was doing, it had one leg, it would just reach that leg out and drag itself along. Think of a daddy long legs, if you would, for a moment, dragging itself along one with one leg or two legs, just itching, inching along. But once it has all eight legs working, it can really jive and go. And so it's same with the eight essentials. Wanda, here she was, and her husband had lost his job. And she was really under a lot of pressure because she, they could not afford this two hundred plus dollar a, a month bill. Understandable. And uh, so that kind of was another driving force here. So I did some muscle testing, found most all the supplements she was taking, her body didn't need, didn't respond to them. Doing what we call an applied kinesiology or or national, it was we call it in the book, so everyone can use it. That's what doctors use, but everyone could use this muscle response test or MRT in the book, and we have videos that describe how to do these muscle tests and uh, muscle response tests. And and so we tested her and found that she did not respond positively with muscle testing to the great majority probably about 80% of those supplements anyway. We started getting off the supplements, 
But we put her on a, a an exercise program. I told her, you have to follow this, just walking. I just want you to walk. And I said, 30 minutes a day. But if you can't do 30, do 10 at a time, whatever it takes. But get that, at least that 30 minutes a day in. And she started doing that. And then she came back and she was like amazed once she started moving her body. What this does, it removes the fluids, the lymphatic system of our body. It builds the... Uh, the immune system back up because the lymph is a big, huge part of our immune system. And we get that moving. We get our immune system moving. We start getting our endorphins flowing. What are endorphins? Are these hormones from exercise that creates feel-good hormones? You know, they give you that elation. You know, they give you that... Uh, positive feeling that nothing else can give you. You know, or maybe you can temporarily take a drug. Certain drugs might release certain endorphins, but we know where that leads to addictions. And you don't need to be addicted to drugs. You just need to get addicted to exercise. And you get addicted to exercise, you will begin to create these things that are wonderful, that are great, that are healthy for you and not destroy you. We find that Wanda began, as she began to exercise more and more and continued to do this, she used less of her supplements. Uh, you know, she began to, you know, just see this glow back into her face. We saw the little sparkle in her eyes again. We saw the spring in her step come back from the dredging walk to this, you know, a lightened walk, if you would. We start to see these subtle things, the signs that of people that do fitness that, you know, that create this. And then we led her step by step into other things because she started desiring these other things. She started desiring more types of exercise. So we gave her some strength training things to do. She continued to lose weight without trying. How about that? Yeah. Okay. And and Wanda, this was the thing that restored Wanda and, and really brought her back together. And as we did, we got her more into making sure she stayed with all eight essentials and did a little something in all eight essentials. And it just totally blossomed, Wanda. She already had her diet together. She had her will, if you will, they desire her, her ability to know that she was designed to be well. She had all those working. She was counseling and helping many people with their nutrition and with their diet. But that alone, just like we spoke on a past show about Roger, the psychologist, who was all head in the head, and but he didn't have the fitness as well. He didn't have that exercise working for him. When he started getting that and his diet together, which he didn't have his diet together either, now he started to balance out some things in his the psycho. You just can't solve everything psychologically, can we? So it all we need all eight of these essentials. A lot of people, when they get into their health programs, the two most important things, the things that they do the most is diet and fitness. But those alone will not fix everything. You can eat junk food, have bad thoughts, be negative. You can... You know, and you can have these horrible relationships. You don't ever get out in nature, okay? You you know, these, if you don't have them all working, it's a struggle. And we can, we'll hear the, the whole thing about the healing revolution is get all eight essentials working for you so you can end those struggles. You can end those sabotaging factors when you're not dealing with the whole you. The whole you is so important. And so from this, we want to talk. And one of the things that we got Wanda into doing, I mean, she, she just couldn't get to doing weightlifting. You know, that was just too much for her. And that's okay. So we got her into doing what we call ET. And that's energizing technique. And we taught seven minutes a day, taught to me. And I got the idea from this yogi that's, you know, scrawny little yogi that was holding those buckets uh, full Buckets, uh, five-gallon buckets with straight arms straight out to the side of him for over five minutes. This while bucket's he's, filled with water. Yes. And he – and, you know, and – you know, I tried it. This muscle guy tried it, and then I tried it. We couldn't come, you know, past 
you know, 30 seconds when we were shaking, you know. And so he's there for a long time holding these while he's talking to us and not even looking like he's struggling. I said, I want what you're having, what you having, uh, what you got. And, uh, and so he started talking about intrinsic muscles and about, and that's where uh, learning from him. And then we combine things like Tai Chi, Qigong, isometrics, uh, yoga in different movements with this and, and created kind of a full spectrum, if you would, of ways to improve and energize your body, energize your muscles, energize your movements, and, and really bring this together that recharges you, that really builds back uh, your health in many, many ways and strengthens those intrinsic muscles that this skinny yogi had that was made him stronger and do things that uh, myself being fit as a boxer and this muscle-bound guy, neither of us could do. And so he taught us something. And so there's more then, you know, what, you know, so we want this diversity of strength. And that's what ET adds to us. This is great for the novice, for people of all ages, and to all the way up to high-end athletes can, to improve their performance as well and balance that out. So this is something that's great for everybody. ET, energizing technique. And it's only seven minutes a day. Seven minutes, uh, and I do this whenever I can fit it in, whether it's in the mornings or uh, in the, during the day at the office. I can maybe even do part of it at the office if I can, and I do part of it later on. However, I, I find there's no excuses not to do ET. You just can't get out of it because you can do it anywhere at, at any time. Dr. King and our show today, it's called uh, The Resolutions that uh, for Your Fitness. That uh, These resolutions, I'm, I'm enjoying every one of them since the new year. Dr. King's Healing Revolution will be right back. Don't forget the website, drkings.com. Dr. King's Carolina Bison. Bison meat has about half the calories of beef, less fat than fish, and contains higher levels of digestible protein. In appearance, bison is a richer and darker red meat due to the high levels of vitamins and minerals and the lack of artificial preservatives, stimulants, and hormones that are usually found in beef. Dr. King's Carolina Bison is currently available at these popular local eateries and stores. Earth Fair, Harris Teeter, Wicked Weed, Universal Joint, Juicy Lucy's, Pax Tavern, The Biltmore Estate, Asheville Brewing Company, Jack of the Wood, Red Stag Grill in the Grand Bohemian Hotel, Grove Park Inn, and more. For more information, visit carolinabison.com. Dr. King's Carolina Bison, now proudly served at all Fresh Market locations. This is The Healing Revolution on 880 The Revolution, Asheville's Progressive Talk. Welcome back to The Healing Revolution on 880 The Revolution and 92.9 The Healing Revolution with Dr. Frank King and the continuation and the kind of the wrap-up of our show today, uh, Resolutions for Your Fitness. Let's talk a little further about that, Dr. King. Certainly. So to really help get our fitness to really work for us this time and rather than against us, we're going to stop the patterns of failures by giving you the tools of how to apply all five of those creative forces we started speaking about today. Okay. And we've already covered about the little finger, your will. Okay, the ring finger, your emotions. And if you, you know, you got to love it. If you don't love it, you will leave it. Is you know is the principle here, and you know, we want to get your love, your your peace, your joy, you know, your socialization, if you will, even with others related in and around fitness. You know, we're going to the beach here this week to celebrate my wife's fifty seventh birthday. I'm so excited. Happy birthday! Yes, to Susie, and 
uh, with that, we're going to, you know, I'm bringing, I got get some new Frisbees and we got some family joining us there. And we're going to, I know we're going to be playing a lot of Frisbee. So I've been working my legs a little extra, getting ready to keep up with some of these younger athletes in our family. And uh, the, the shaggy people, you call them. Yeah. <laughs> the shaggy the shag- people. The shaggy people. <laughs> and uh, we're going to, uh, you know, have, a, you know, a week at the beach and, uh, or in, in fellowship with our with family and friends and great, uh, it's going to be a, a good time. Yeah, and so, but you know, you always find ways. So, how am I going to do my fitness? I don't have my weights where I do my strength training, which is very important. So, I want to be doing some other things, you know, and I can do some. You can still do what I. You'll see this in the book, the two minutes to toneness, and there's where I can do. You know, oh, you just take two minutes multiple times through the day. Even if you're watching a TV program and the commercials kick on, you know, you got two minutes. Well, at least now the commercials last more than two minutes. At least. Uh, but you get two minutes, you can get your squats in. You can get your lathe calf raises. You can get your push-ups in. You can do so many things, you know, to, you know, keep yourself fit. And there's, again, no excuses, is there? So, we talked about you know the little finger with the will, the you know the emotions with the ring finger, and how to get you know uh, in learning how to love it, or you know or you will leave it type of a thing, you know because most people if they don't learn to love it in three months the thrill will be gone, okay, yeah. and so we want to really get the, uh, that. Uh, in patterned within us, and we exercise uh, how to get our emotions attached, personally attached to fitness. And once you start doing it, you'll start creating those endorphins, like I said, that will bring out that good feeling. And just if you've done this in the past where you've been fit, uh, you can always go back and think how you were. How'd you feel back then? That's a good, it's an encouragement. If you've never, ever been fit your whole life, you need to take it by faith a little bit. And, uh, you know, so it brings to the, the third uh, creative force, which is you a vision, creating a vision for fitness. You want to create a vision. You have to see yourself uh, you need to see yourself fit when you you don't want to see yourself maybe how you look in the mirror right now, okay? But you need to start seeing yourself back when you are more fit, or see yourself if you've never been fit, being a fit person, and that takes vision. And it takes you know if you don't have a vision, you know you can't you know you can't even operate a business without a vision. You can't operate a, a successful team, an athletic team, without a vision. You need a vision. You and so the same is true with life. We need a vision. You know, without a vision, we it just we, we it fizzles out. And so we want to get the vision and you spend time picturing what you want to be, the ideal person, you know, you look physically, you know, how you feel on the inside. And as you exercise, you want to be able to tune in and realize that soreness is a good thing. And you start to say, oh, yeah, you know what? I'm starting to have more energy. I'm starting to get attached to that energy that I'm having now. You want to get to yourself emotionally Deeply interconnected, so so important. The next, and that's that vision is your longest finger, if you will. That's because it's seeking, it sees out front. It's necessary, okay, to for us to function. And without a vision, we will perish. Now, the next pointy finger is your belief system. We all have a belief system. Even if we don't choose to believe that we don't believe, okay? <laughs> and so belief is something. A team or a, bi- or a business can't plan cannot be written without a belief system of seeing something that's not there. And we need to be able to see that and see out in front, you know, get our belief systems lined up. Because if you don't believe it, you won't become it. So belief is a vital, vital part of our success. It's a vital part of us becoming something new. It's a vital part of us, you know, accomplishing something we've never accomplished before. And we all can do it. But if we believe it, if we don't believe it, we won't become it. We'll we'll go back to our old model, our old mold, if you will. And that's not where we want to be. 
And that's the index, the pointy finger, that's it's belief. Point, uh, yes, that'll point you in the right direction. Gotcha. Okay. And so, and then the fifth uh, of the five creative forces is your personal identity. Okay, it's your self-image, if you will. If you, you, we all heard, oh, that person has a bad self, a poor self-image, and you can tell because they look poor, they look bad. You know, they don't look so good, and you know they're not doing so well. And you know, so we can. But the good news is, we can change our image. You know, we don't have to live with that image. That's part of the creative force. That's the thumb. That's the connector. That's the opposable thumb is the thing that separates us humans from all other creatures. And we want to be able to activate and work on developing our self-image. In our in the book, we have that tip technique. And it's tap into potential. And we give you ideas of how you can say positive affirmations to develop these five creative forces so they are working for you rather than against you. Because you know, your image can work against you, couldn't it? Of course. We've we all experienced that. Yes. Well, if it can work against you, guess what? It, it can, can work, work for you. you. Yep. And now let's start to apply it. And we give the tools here to how you can proactively apply this to work for you. Apply all five of your creative forces. And you can tap with positive informations and program those over tapping over these key acupuncture points on the head and your face primarily. There's even other ways that you can massage acupuncture points in your ears and, and massage these stress receptors on your head and face as well to and saying these positive affirmations where you program that deep into your neurological network so that you can become it just words alone are good words you know words are powerful absolutely but when you integrate these other techniques you program this stuff in deep into your makeup of who you are so you do become it and these techniques have been proven to work uh, over many many years and they're very powerful and it's the difference between us becoming all that we can be in life and really we're much more than you can ever imagine that uh, my friends, is the healing revolution in action. Those techniques are, we have them in our book, The Healing Revolution. We have samples of how to do these techniques on our website uh, that you can go to and watch videos, read about them, learn more about them, read more and become, you know, the fit person you're really designed to be. It is so essential for us to be fit in the 21st century because we need to exercise those endorphins. That's fight or flight. We used to have to do that in, you know, from, you know, going after the saber-toothed tiger or getting away from it. And and that was the that's what kept us going. That's what gave us strength. That's why we need those quick bursts of energy. And we still need those today. If we're not applying our fight or flight, that stress today will burn us up. Those, you know, cortisol will be produced from the adrenals and if we don't burn it up through quick bursts of energy, fight or flight, then that cortisol becomes toxic to us. It begins to raise our cholesterol. It begins to raise our blood pressure. It begins to create toxicity within our bodies. It begins to cause a plethora of health problems. And so we can't resolve this just from sitting across the boardroom table. We end up having road rage. We end up having, you know, this unnecessary stress. And so we need fitness, not just for our physical stress, but for our mental and emotional and spiritual well-being it to, to really take us to the high place we humans are designed to live. And that is the healing revolution. Thank you, Dr. King. Resolutions for your fitness, the topic today. Remember Dr. King's website, drkings.com for more information on these and other shows. Thank you for listening. As an author, lecturer, and whole health practitioner, Dr. King has a tireless passion for natural health and empowering people to reach optimal health and wellness. Dr. King's 40-year career as a natural healer is all about equipping you and your healing revolution. Go to kingbio.com to take free personalized health appraisals, including his whole person appraisal and candida test. You know your body best, so take back your health and awaken your healing power within. 
Learn more about the healing revolution by visiting kingbio.com, where you can sign up for Dr. King's free newsletter and join the healing revolution.